Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad you're with us today and uh, appear in Toledo, Ohio this week and uh, doing today's podcast. I was recently in uh, Columbia City, Indiana and was presenting one of our studies here in Ephesians and had a had a guy come up to me after the service and he was a young guy in his in his uh, early 20s and he was like hey man loved it loved what you're talking about it was you know it's really stretching and he was asking where he could get more information on what i've been studying and i was like well i think they're recording the service and you can you know get it on facebook or whatever and and he said man you should write this stuff down i said yeah i am i'm, I'm planning on writing some books and, and and putting this kind of stuff in book form and I said, but, and so we talked about it and, and just, just kind of chilling, hanging out after the service, I talked about some different opportunities, um, and, uh, been telling him what we've been doing through the city tickers training center, uh, with these little 10 minutes of truth, uh, kind of, uh, video logs, these vlogs we're doing there. And he's like, man, that would be great to do in your podcast. Cause you know, you, you post, and we do, we post our sermons on our podcast, um, at Podbean which is how you're listening to this. And it'll normally be an hour long study. And so I was thinking about what if you could break that down and give, you know, after you release the podcast, you could do these kind of like little 10 minute chunks where it's it's kind of like a little bit more step-by-step in-depth study. Cause some of this stuff is just, it is, it's deep. It's, it's, it's difficult to take in all in one setting. So that's what we're doing. And so these are these little 10 minutes of truth um, breaking down uh, a particular passage. And uh, today we're going to be looking out of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. And this is a study we entitled The Blessing. And it's, it's, super, it's a great study. It's super cool. And, and the reason we called it The Blessing is because the term that we translate blessing um, is used three times in the verse. And interesting enough, in the Old Testament, when God is is favoring someone when he is you know kind of getting his fingers in their life and making it better it's called being blessed and so a way for for god to you know flow into our lives redemptively is through blessing us and so that's what really paul is talking about here in verse three so let's just jump right in we're going to have three of these over uh, ephesians 1 3 and you sh- you know if you haven't heard the full study it'll be on i think two or three days before this one uh, was released on uh, october the 7th 2021 and so you have to go back on like october the 5th i think and uh, the full study will be released. And so I'm gonna put out two or three of these, you know, however long it takes just to go through. I, I, I just anticipate there'll be three, um, three of these here uh, that uh, uh, we're gonna have to take uh, to go through uh, the entirety of the, of the study. And it's normally an hour long in, in services because I, I get carried away, but we're gonna keep it down. We're gonna, in fact, I'm kind of looking at the clock. We're gonna be responsible with our time here. But um, I wanna look at the first, and we're dividing verse three up. So this is the first part, but I'm dividing it up into three parts. And um, I'm looking out of the NIV that we're gonna be looking at some original language. Got my computer here in front of me. Um, we're gonna divide it up into three parts, which will be easy because this, uh, again, if you've listened to the sermon, um, this is a Trinitarian passage uh, where both the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit 
um, have invested, have, have uh, you know, participated in our redemption through blessing. So there's three members of the Godhead, and each of them are contributing to our redemption through blessing. So we'll look this uh, in this 10 minutes of truth, we're going to look at the Father, and then we'll look at the Son, and then we'll look at the Holy Spirit. Let me read it, and then we're going to get into it. Uh, reading out of the 1984 NIV, uh, Ephesians chapter one, verse three reads, praise be to the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Now we're going to be focusing in on the beginning part of this, which is praise be to the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us us. And the first thing that we kind of covered in the study is that this phrase praise be is actually a translation of the same word. Uh, it's a eulogetis, eulogetas, and it's the same word that um, we find uh, in verbal form at the end of this little statement. So, you know, we would actually translate verse three, the blessed God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ has blessed us. And then when you go on, it says with every spiritual blessing, again, well, that's in the feminine form, but it's still the, it's a lexical, um, you know, from, uh, you know, basically the same word as eulogetis. So um, the first, the first person to participate in our redemption is the father, and he is taking the adjective that's in verse, the beginning of verse three, uh, that describes him, and he's applying that in verbal form to us. So when we say the blessed God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, he has blessed us. And so the way that the father wants to participate in our redemption, the way he wants to influence us, the way he wants to, uh, you know, what he desires and the overall plan of redemption for us is, you know, how he created us is that what describes him is is supposed to describe us, and we looked at this in a couple different <clears throat> a couple of different uh, ways in the message. But I think honestly, the best illustration uh, that we can use is in out of John chapter five, and you just I love it because the first fifteen verses give us just a snapshot into the daily life of Jesus, and um, he's in, into the temple. He's He's walking over by the sheep gate area uh, with intention, comes up to this guy. He's been there the vast majority of his life and just speaks life into him and heals him. And so the guy's completely transformed. Um, and there's, it's, it's beautiful within the passage itself because there's no hidden agenda. He's not using it to promote his ministry, this kind of healing time. Um, there's none of that. You're just left with the impression that he loves this guy. And uh, the Jews get involved, and a number of circumstances unf uh, stances unfold. And you know, I don't go in. I'm not going to go into it here. In fact, you can go uh, and look at other places here on this podcast, and you can find a study on John um, chapter five, verses one through fifteen. But a number of things take place, and Jesus uh, is end up uh, he being revealed to the leaders of Israel. Now, when you come down to the passage, beginning at verse sixteen. Uh, and continuing, uh, you have the ongoing conversation that Jesus has with the leaders of Israel um, after being uh, persecuted. In fact, it says in verse 16, uh, because he's doing these things on the Sabbath, they persecute him. And his response to them in verse 17, it's, it's really at the heart of what we're talking about in our passage, that the adjectives that describe the Father describe us. 
Listen to what Jesus says. Jesus says, my father is always at his work. And to this very day, I too am working. And the word here that we have for work is uh, ergazomai. And it's more than just describing activities. Um, and, and we'll get the same thing down in verse 19. He, he uses different language, but basically says the same thing. And he says, listen, you know, this word work. Well, first off, this word work, would we would use it like if, you know, uh, like back when my son was really, um, you know, working at, uh, he was in Taekwondo and got his black belt and he really wanted his black belt and he was competing and all that. And he really worked at it. And so the work was much more than just describing, you know, the series of events of getting a black belt. It was the motivation and drive. I mean, he worked at it. And that's that, that's this word, you know, that's this word here in, in uh, the original language, ergazomai, that when Jesus says, my father is always at his work to this very day. And I too am working. He's not just talking about activities. You know, my dad punches in a time card from nine to five and Hey, me too. He's saying, what's, what's driving the father? What's What's motivating him, that's what motivates me. So the same things that describe the father, describe the son. That's exactly what Paul is saying in Ephesians 1.3. Of course, in verse 18, the next verse here in John chapter 5, the leaders of Israel don't buy it. In fact, um, they get really uptight when you start declaring that God and, and us have these commonalities in a new covenant time period, of course. And Jesus just, you know, responds as, listen, don't kill me. Let me, and he says it again, but with different language, but he uses the term poieo, which is the word uh, here translated do in verse 19 of John five. He says, I tell you the truth, the son can poieo, nothing by himself. He can poieo, only what he sees the father poieoing, because whatever the father poieos, the son also poieos. And so the word poieo is super significant because it doesn't describe like the word work used in verse 17. It doesn't describe just an activity that's done. It describes motivation. It describes, describes drive. It describes, you know, uh, the, the intention of the heart. And so Jesus is saying, you know, hey, whatever, whatever's driving, whatever's the, you know, the intentions of my father, that's my intention. In fact, uh, I, I, the word poieo in, in secular Greek culture is used to describe how trees produce fruit. And so depending on the kind of tree, you know, uh, when you come up to a, a tree that's producing apples, you know, it's an apple tree because, you know, the tree will produce the kind of fruit. Uh, it'll display the kind of fruit in which it, it, it produces. And so Jesus, that imagery is used where he's, he's, he's saying, listen, whatever's going on inside of the father that makes him produce what he produces, that's what's going on inside of me. And that's what makes me produce what I'm, what I'm called to produce. So when you're getting into the when you're getting into the uh, um, you know, Ephesians um, passages, Paul's describing the ministry of the Father. What God wants from us is what makes him tick, makes us tick. What drives him, drives us. And in this sermon, in, in the study when, where I was presenting that, in fact, I was actually presenting that in uh, Huntington, um, West Virginia at a church there, and it was packed with college students. It was so cool, it was such a great church. You know. We were really tackling that all week that week. You know, there's a there's a modern definition, a modern form of Christianity out there, which you know centers around uh, going to church. Um, you know, kind of mentally um, believing 
and when it's because I just want to say belief, you know, believing they're mentally kind of affirming who God is and all of this, but that's not at all. I mean, showing up to church on Sunday doesn't see that's not what we're finding. That's not what Paul is talking about. Um, that's not the the design of the Father. That you know, being a Christian, being a child of God, is you know we're we're plucked from that gene pool, and the and the attributes that describe the Father that make him up that that describe his nature and heart. That's what's going on inside of us. That's a significant aspect of Christianity, and it's this. And and again, this is the this is exactly what Paul is saying in verse three that the, this blessed God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ has blessed us. And that's how the Father is participating. And we're, 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 in the future, I'd love to go through some of the stuff we're finding in Revelation. And it just really puts concretely things that Jesus taught. You know, that, hey, this is the will of the Father. That, that the Father's the one that cast the dream. And Jesus is the one that goes to see that dream realized in his life and uh, then passes that on to us. So that'll be the second one here in a couple days. We're gonna release um, the second part to verse three, this 10 minutes of truth that's gonna help you break down and understand uh, what was uh, presented there in Huntington. So I hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you uh, tagging along with us on these. And, and the whole idea again is just to get you deeper in the word and speak to you about you know who you are in Christ. Just lay out plain your identity and um, you know just grow together. So. Greatly appreciate you being with us, and uh, we'll catch you next time. For more information about Jeremiah Bullock Ministries, visit jeremiahbullockministries.com. Again, that's www.jeremiahbullockministries.com. Thank you.